Talks on psychoanalysis share topics published in the IPA Society Journals and Congress debates worldwide, brought to you in the voices of the original authors. We hope this window will allow you to experience the depth and breadth of psychoanalytic thought around the world. In preparation for the 52nd IPA Congress, we will present a number of episodes dedicated to the activities that will take place and this theme, the infantile, its multiple dimensions. Please visit ipa.world slash the infantile online to explore the extensive program and to register. The 52nd IPA Congress will be held online from July 21st to August 1st, and by visiting our program you can set your schedule to suit your personal time zone. I am Gaetano Pellegrini and in this episode we listen to Laura Colombi talking about the paper titled The Dangerous Cold of the Wild, Clinical Considerations about Dissociation into Fantasy. Here she discusses how fantasizing, understood as a flight into fantasy, belongs to a type of mental functioning as opposed to that of imaginative fantasy. The author follows Winnicott's idea that withdrawal into fantasy can take on a dissociative quality which is structured early on as a defensive solution following the loss of hope in object relations. Such defense becomes the foundation for a dangerous enclave in which the subject ends up enclosing himself experiencing an illusory self-sufficiency which is nourished with the omnipotence and sensory pleasure. From this perspective, the author suggests that withdrawal into fantasy must be understood as a risky factor of emptying the self or of a crystallization into psychopathological structures. This way, it could become an automatic activity of non-thought that replaces the working through processes necessary for the development of the mind. Clinical material omitted in the podcast of both children and adults will illustrate how the flight into fantasy over time may take the form of an anti-relational realm of the mind compromising the operations necessary for the integration of psychic life. Laura Colombi is training analyst of the Italian Psychoanalytical Society and analyst for children and adolescents. She has been working on the educational and theoretical levels on disorders related to the pathology of primitive psychological organization and weaves together interests from the clinic of children and adult patients with severe psychopathology and identity disorders. On the topic of dissociation into fantasy, she has published in the International Journal of Psychoanalysis and in the Italian Journal of Psychoanalysis. I would like to start with the preliminary remark. I believe that the choice of the title of this IPA Congress, The Infantile and Its Multiple Dimensions, is a particularly happy one 
because it allows us to tackle a number of theoretical and clinical issues concerning the clinic in a transversal way and to investigate dimensions of the inquiry on the borders with other disciplines. That scientific approach that always belonged to psychoanalysis, but I believe that is particularly necessary today. The paper I am presenting, The Dangerous Call of the Wild, Clinical Considerations about Dissociation into Fantasy, is focused on dissociation into fantasy, a theme that raises the necessity of investigating a complex psychic dimension that deserves a deeper psychoanalytical reflection. I am convinced that this is a very important question, both on the clinical level, because of the deep impact it has on the development of the individual self, and on the social level, as it is more and more dangerously present in contemporary life. The pandemic has increased individual and social phenomena that under the pressure of tension that could break those identity containers that were already fragile, made dangerously normal the use of defensive, magical, illusory dimensions that subject withdraws into. The paper I am presenting focuses on a specific dimension of these mental dysfunctions, escape or withdrawal in the fantasy. It discusses how fantasizing, understood as a flight, a withdrawal into fantasy, belongs to a type of mental functioning opposed to that of imaginative fantasy. I follow Winnicott's idea that withdrawal into fantasy can take on a dissociative quality which is structured early on as the defensive solution following the loss of hope in object relations. Such a defense becomes the foundation for a dangerous enclave in which the subject ends up enclosing himself, experiencing an illusory self-sufficiency which is nourished with omnipotence and sensory pleasure. In this perspective, the paper maintains that the withdrawal into fantasy must be understood as a risk factor of emptying the self or of a crystallization into psychopathological structures. They will draw into fantasizing imagination as a way of mental functioning of a dissociative nature becomes an automatic activity, a non-thought activity, parallel to a functioning that is more capable of maintaining contact with psychic reality, that replaces the working through processes necessary for the development of the mind. My clinical experience with children led me 
pay particular attention to this factor. An important point of clinical nature is that withdrawal into fantasy is not always immediately evident and can escape the tension and sensitivity of the analyst, leading him or her to misunderstanding the quality of imagination in scene, that is, the developmental level and type of functioning involvement. Child analysis experience helped me to grasp reconstructively its pathogenetic relevance to the analysis of some adult patients. The child analyst, having the opportunity of being there in the midst of things when fantasy first enters the scene, can direct particular attention to the possible variations of its tone, identifying the representational character of the pretend play, I mean Fonaghi and Tarkin reflections, or by contrast, the defensive character of a withdrawal that detaches from internal and external reality. The use of fantasy, almost continuous in the child analytical consulting room, can make it even more difficult to distinguish these two areas. Their ability to be subtly contiguous and to alternate with one another can sometimes mean that these two areas, though different and antithetical, are not easily distinguished. The slide from a creative thought to a non-thought beyond minus k, which evades reality, can also appear in the analysis of adult patients. I advance the hypothesis that in the, these patients, an early withdrawal into fantasy may have weakened or profoundly damaged tools for learning from emotional experience, compromising the mental operations that underline comprehension of one's own and other psychic reality and undermining, in that sense, authentic identity development. The increasingly widespread presence of patients with narcissistic identity deficiencies and or interminable analysis or second analysis testify to the importance of paying specific attention to this area of investigation, which lies at the crossroad of theoretical and technical insights from different authors and models, and for this reason too, particularly challenges the analyst mind at work. In the paper are exposed two extensive clinical cases from an analysis of a nine-year-old girl and from an adult patient, illustrating some aspect of this psychopathological dimension. The kind of family relational environment in which a withdrawal into fantasy can take root, it absorbing almost hypnotic nature that keeps contact 
and authentic creative fantasy at a distance. And lastly, the sensory nature of pleasure that this pseudo-mental dimension nourishes on. It is an ecstatic experience that replaces the pleasure of a relationship with an object and with one's own self, a form of psychotic functioning in which the visual kills intuitive imagination, while perception occludes and replaces the representation and the likelihood of authentic dream work. This work concludes by considering the problems the analyst runs into in such situations and what therapeutic factors and tools can help the patients to gradually abandon withdrawal in favor of an authentically nutritional relationality.